What you need to know with Jesse brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Jesse, what do I need to know today? Hello there. So I got two things here because they're both kind of musically related. Ooh. So the first one is a big, big, humongous good news to a Blink-182 singer and bassist Mark Hoppus, who was uh, recently announced that he's going through cancer. Oh, boy. Uh, he tweeted uh, yesterday that he's uh, been getting better today, which was Wednesday, was his first day not going into chemo for three weeks. Normally, he'd been going into chemo, and it's showing that... Uh, it's working, so it's it's he's doing better. I just wanted to shout out to Blink-182 because they're one of my favorite bands, and the last album, California, that came out was actually really, really good, so I recommend that. That anyone. was like the soundtrack of my college years. Really? All the small things. Wow. Okay, care. when were they popular? 1992? Oh, no. No, later. No, it was like college years. Late 90s, early 2000s. 98 to like 2005. See, I missed the whole Blink-182. I did. Yeah, I would have liked them had it been my college years, but yeah, they came out after I graduated. To them now, well, stop you from that. Good well, band though. Good band. Okay, I'll start. They have lots of hits. Like people only, probably just know them from all the small things, but like oh, there's no, a lot. Rock of show. Yeah. Uh, I miss you. Dude, they're my favorite band Adam ever song. for sure. Blink One Eighty Two wow. is your favorite band. Wow. Yeah, no I kidding. used to have a huge, huge crush on Mark Hoppus. Like oh. I was obsessed with him when I was in middle school. So yeah. Okay, I'm I'll a start. big fan of Blink One Eighty Two. I'll check. Uh, uh, pop punk. That's yeah. what I'm seeing yeah. here. Pop punk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. punk, they're you good. can play on the radio, yeah. is what I'm hearing. Yeah, for the most part. Okay, so up tempo. Up tempo. Up -tempo rock, rock. Okay, I'll I like it. it for you. All the that small things. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know what? I'm going to come going. back to some Blink-182 in the next segment. But okay. Actually, it's, it actually leads in perfectly to my next thing, because my next thing is also talking about music. It's actually an album that came out today. Little Nas X from, you know, oh. he sang no, uh, Little, was it Old Town Road? Yeah. So he has his debut album came out, Montero. And I heard it last night, and it's it's great. Really, it is fantastic. Demarco, yes. have so you ever seen a Little Nas X video? Uh, one. I have a six-year-old. I have a six-year-old. Oh, so oh, then you saw Old Town Road. I okay. Old Town Road because they do it on Kids Bob. Okay, so this the one I'm referring to is definitely not on the Kids Channel. Um, <laughs> is that a good way to put it. Okay. Um, what song? Let's just say. Uh, it is very pro. I'm gonna send it to in our group text. Don't no, don't don't do don't do that. Just yeah, oh just gosh. just tell me and okay. I'll play it. I'll find a clean version. Okay. The Montero one. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's my look, favorite one. Little Nas X is one of those performers. It's a great amazing. video. Amazing. He is amazing. He is so like you know we used to watch MTV our era. We grew up watching MTV. And you'd Big be time. Like, oh, let's see what the video is gonna be for that. Like you tune I, in. I remember hey, the MTV days when premiere. I remember, remember the days when MTV went <laughs> off at midnight. That's oh, how far God. back I go with MTV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I learned how to dance by watching Club MTV. No. My, yeah, right. I was in elementary school. My girlfriend oh, would come over here. Wow. We'd be like, "Hey, we got to go to that." <laughs> okay. Let's watch Club MTV. Okay. So we like totally learned how to watch all our moves. Uh, that's that's a real story. Um, and <laughs> not lie of the day. Little Nas X is a. Uh, he's different now because. It's the YouTube era, so you promote, you premiere videos on YouTube, okay? Right. Every video he does breaks the internet. He's trending for every single video he does. Amazing. They, because it's controversial so Madonna style? Or? Yes, Madonna style. It's like style. Madonna like, times like, 10. Yes. Really? It's okay. like Madonna times 10. Like, like a prayer? Remember when, remember when Like a Prayer was This the is the guy that had blood, like he was selling blood with his shoes or something like yep. that, right? I think it's yep. the same guy, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah okay, yep. okay. He's, he's, he's like uh, Madonna and... Um, 
uh, Alice Cooper roll into one, right? You know? Yeah, it, it's kind of like Madonna, Marilyn Manson like Madonna thrown in. And it's like if Madonna and Sinead O'Connor got together and said, hey, let's make a shock video. <laughs> okay, time, but here's right? my question about He's... people like that. Does he have to be that sort of talent or artist to get noticed? Isn't his skills no, good fact, enough? No, in fact, he did this on purpose because when Old Town Road came out, everyone was like, oh, this just is a regular dude who collaborated with Billy Ray Cyrus. That was like the biggest song of, I don't know, the past three years. It was probably. Huge, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then after he got popular through that, that's when he decided I'm going to come out because, you know, he came out as gay. He's very, very like dresses, yep. very flamboyant and like extra, but in a good way. And like, he's like, this is who I am. And if you don't like it too bad. So he kind of like makes pokes fun at the fact that like yeah. he reeled everybody in with that hit that all these little kids are singing and yep. then he comes out and he's like oh this is who i really am like take it's it very much the same dog. way that was pretty yeah. much my household because it was old town road he was he was yep. on the approval list and then he kind of went nuts and now we we can't show it to the six-year-old you know like definitely no more. cannot show these videos to the six-year-old no okay no more but, like it's a little like madonna how she broke through with material girl and then everything else was like and then like a prayer different. with the with the yeah. burning crosses right okay yeah. that made yeah. sense okay well i got five i got a five-hour flight coming up tomorrow going to indy uh to for the rams colts game so i'll i'll listen to blink 182 and then little nas x and and get a yes. little bit of a lesson there uh speaking of lesson um momo help me with this is USC still a great job? The Ooh. USC head coaching, football head coaching job, is that still a great job in college football? I'm going to have to think about that. You are? Oh, that's, <laughs> I thought you were doing a professional radio team. No, you I'm asking right you seriously. No, no, we're on the radio, Momo. <laughs> you have to tell me now. No, well, I mean, a... is it still a great job? Because what was Clay Helton's record? 46 and it's 24? It's a great job. It's He's, always a great job. That's like saying, you remember five years ago when we had the conversation about UCLA basketball? Is it still a great job? Yes. The answer wait, is yes. 46-24, you win a Rose Bowl, you you were 1-1, one one, you lose one game this season, and they fire you. Uh, it's not like, I'm not saying that USC doesn't have money, it's not prestigious, but is it still a great job if you're firing coaches that have had success for you? That's what I mean. I mean, he just, I don't think anybody ever believed in Clay. I think Clay was a nice man that everybody wanted to succeed, but kind of felt like he wasn't going to. And when he had success, he didn't get credit for it. When he got failure, he got all the blame for it, right? It was one of those. And I, and I just think, like, very rarely can you reframe a coach like that. Very rarely is a coach who has that reputation where the fan base has called for him to be fired two, three, four times ever going to really truly turn it around there was a there's a really good story in the in the la times a couple days ago about all the benchmarks that he knew he had to hit coming into this season what are the benchmarks national championship every year i mean look they want to feel like they're going in that direction okay and i don't think i don't think they felt like they were going in that direction um for a while there but uh it's um like when's the last time you felt like sc was going um towards the in the right place like they were going back to their their great you know well i'm their, crazy their... i thought lane kiffin had a shot and then i was wrong i thought yeah. sark had a shot so i was always, wrong yeah there's something about sticking with a coach okay um i'm a stanford grad so you know i like um 
stability. I like David. I like David Shaw, and yep. we don't expect that much. Okay, we don't expect you to go to the Rose Bowl. There was like a great every year. We expect a Rose Bowl like once, twice a decade. That'd be cool, right? And there was a run there. We- almost every year we were like well i don't even know what to do with this we went, we're going to bcs games like this is not what we expect and so when you when you undersell and then over deliver everybody loves you okay but when you oversell and then under deliver you got no chance and i i think with clay like Did i don't clay helton oversell no but it's sc sc that's, just has this thought that's exactly themselves. what i'm talking about see this mm-hmm. is a tough place to come coach I mean, you have to be it a is. national. You have to be a national contention every single year, or you're going to be shown the door. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm looking at these list of candidates now. James Franklin uh, at Penn State, Mario Cristobal, I like tough guy. Luke Fickle. Uh, I guess if you look at hiring and how it goes at SC, you you have two or three misses. You have a stabilizer. I guess that would be. Clay Helton, and then the guy you hire after the stabilizer is the guy that brings you back uh, to national prominence to bring SC or the glory back to SC. But on this list, I'm not sure if you have that guy. That's if you're going to fire a coach, you better have somebody better in mind. And with these list of candidates, I, it, it seems like you're going lateral here. I don't know if there's yeah. a better candidate on this so to list. Me, to me, I, whenever you want to build a great program, you need to find your person and stick with them for a while and UCLA kind of felt like they had their person like Chip Kelly was their guy and we came into this season and people were already questioning Chip Kelly and then they go out and be at LSU and it's like oh he's the guy again you can't be that fickle you have to give people time to build the program to develop it and then after three or four years you look at that program and it's a feel okay do you feel like this is your person do you feel like this person has the program heading in the right direction so at Stanford we don't necessarily like think David Shaw is the greatest coach ever, but he's a Stanford man, okay? And he wants to stay at Stanford his whole career. He be- he loves the college game, doesn't want to go to the NFL. The NFL when when Stanford was hot, they came calling after him every year, and he always said no. And I think there's something about that where you say, okay, like he's really a like in terms of like he's not an innovative coach. Let's put it that way, okay? When we have a good <laughs> running back, we got Toby Gerhardt, Christian McCaffrey, we're great, okay? But when we don't, it's like. Oh my gosh! Like uh, See, I, I mean, would argue he's every not, damn play he's is not like two yards. He's very it's like good. Like 1950s football. Yes, okay? and I would always take an offensive lineman or a tight end from Stanford. He's not yes, flashy, always. but to get the job done, no doubt. Man, you draft that Stanford tight end. Oh, you're happy. Good. Yes, yeah. very happy. Okay, catch but passes Stan- and do Stanford your Stanford quarterbacks tend to be good too. Okay, true. Um, but the, the, when when David Shaw would get to like a BCS game, all of a sudden. People go, man, he's got a boring play caller. Man, he's kind of conservative. He's huh? been doing and it all like, year. It's okay. It's okay. We don't. It's, right. it's not. We're not trying to win national titles all the time. We're just really thrilled to go to the World Bowl sometimes. But SC, they want Pete Carroll. They want a coach who is going to have not only success on the field but some swagger. Because that's the brand. Well, you're that's not going to build SC it by brand. starting over every what five years. Well, you do it until you find somebody who's got that swagger that personality that the charisma yep. and it's really hard to bottle that but Pete Carroll ruined it he ruined Pete, it for every other coach that comes because there's here never now. another Pete no there'll never be another run like that you know what I mean that was an amazing run yes and, and you know you've seen other programs do it Alabama's been good at several different 
time, right? They had several different legendary coaches there. You see, Florida's had great runs, but they go up and down. Uh, LSU goes up and down, but they're really great all the time. Right. So the programs like at, at this echelon, I would say the top, what do you want to say, 10, 10, 15 programs, Ohio State, Michigan, USC. And I feel like USC, they deserve to walk around like that. They've had enough success, success in several different eras. So I I me- I. I measure not legendary hating. programs. I think the Pac-12 is better when SC is good. But yeah, and SC on the West Coast is the premier program. I, it's, not, it's not even a question. I uh, agree. I, I, I think it's better for the Pac-12 when SC is leading the way. And I'm a Husky, and I hate saying that. But, I mean, you <laughs> you can't keep firing coaches, you know, once every four years and expect to be back where Nick Saban is. You know what I mean? It's just not going to happen that way. That's just yeah, not the then, way it's going to work. But, but. But then your UCLA basketball, which did the, which basically did the same thing, okay? They were waiting for another John Wood. John Wood? John Wood? Well, they got Steve Lavin, and, they, and he would get them to the Sweet 16, and they were like, oh, it's not John Wood. It was Sweet 16. We don't do Sweet. Okay? Then they got Ben Howell, and he would get them to the Final Four all the time. Final Four, Final Remember Four. Him? Yeah, yeah. And, and eventually, they got tired of that because, he, you know, it was like they'd win 52 to 49 every right. time, and they're not winning championships. And so – even though they had they had amazing and then they got rid of those guys and for a long time they were like oh man remember when we had Ben Howland and we went to the final four like, <laughs> right okay? see and it just so kept I said getting the worse thing. they were going backwards someday you're going to say God, man remember when we had Clay Helton <laughs> right. Well, right that's how it happens <laughs> you know and, and I think SC is in that same cycle but look UCLA just got Mick Cronin and they went to the final four okay I would so, say I would say go out and get Deion Sanders that would be fun. Tell me that wouldn't be fun. Deion Sanders coaching I at mean, SC. I mean, that would definitely be fun. Oh, uh, look, I my love, God. For as I long as it lasted. <laughs> right. I know. Uh, like, but, uh, like, I, that, that's a very, that's a very SC, that would be a very, like, Hollywood move. That's a very win the press conference move. Yeah. Um, he could recruit. Level, He'll get you some athletes now. He would. That's but, what Clay like, Hilton couldn't it? do. He can go Where's into those living rooms. Right now? What's Where's that? Where's he coaching right now? Where's Deion coaching? Uh, Jackson. Jackson University. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see him build Jackson something. State, Jackson State. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let, let's see him. Like you know, there's a there's that's happening in college. But Penny Hardaway's got it going to go Memphis, right? True. And 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 I'm like, okay, Penny Hardaway's name started coming up a little bit with uh, the NBA. Like, and I was like, he hasn't. He's done a good job at Memphis, but they haven't won yet. So let's see sustained success for like three, four years. Get over the top. I'm rooting for Dion. That would be fun. I'd like to see him with a lot of money behind him in a big money program like SC, and let's see what Mm -hmm. he can do. Who knows? Uh, But I tell you what, just watching him on game day, it's like watching – you watch for the band, and for Dion, the game is secondary. I'm just watching for him. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, I don't know the uh, politics of the show. Uh, Defar Momo in for Sedano and Cap. I heard Mason say something about he's taking a group of guys to a local baseball game. Are we not allowed to say? Yeah, no, no, that's it. That's how it is. We're taking a group of fans to a local baseball game. That's 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 how you say it. Wink, wink. Why can't you say 
Dodgers. We're not I allowed mean, you to can. give you Dodgers tickets on the air. Oh, okay, but you can say Dodgers on the air. But you can invite, yeah, you can invite people to go to a, a local baseball game with you, but we can't give away Dodgers tickets on the air. Oh, fair enough. But I can say Dodgers when talking yes, about sure. the Dodgers. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's 100%. right. All right, because I'm trying not to get in trouble. So I'm, I'm watching them on TV right now. So I'm like, am I not supposed to mention this right now? You no, know? we can talk about the we can talk about the Dodgers. You just can't like it's just already you're not supposed to promo them. Oh, right, like in giveaways and promotional. And the thing about too, like Mace is so cool. Like when he does stuff like that, you know, he just buys the tickets himself. Of, yeah, Mace <laughs> is just, a great guy, of course. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, but uh, no, uh, we were talking. I was talking to Greg right before he left, and I, you know, I'm just messing with Greg about you know the yeah. pennant race and whatnot. And I, I told him to accept the fact that the, the Dodgers aren't going to win the West and you're going to be in the wild card. And I was just joking around. And then I found out that if it is, if the Dodgers are going to the wild card, the guy you may have to face, the team you may have to face is the Cardinals. And the guy you may have to face is Adam Wainwright. So I get it. You might want to avoid that one game playoff at all costs. That is scary in a one game playoff to face a guy like him. I don't care who's on the mound for you. Adam Wainwright is a big game pitcher. I get it now. That makes total sense. I mean, I feel like Adam Wainwright was a decade ago. He's he's. I back. know he's, he's having it. He's turned it he's, back. Yeah. It's like, how old is he now, Lynn? A ninety. I mean, um, he's got old Uncle Charlie like, going like though. Like when, he really does. I feel like when when Wainwright was at his best, say, that was back when Kershaw was at his best. He's forty. Forty. Okay. 40. See, he's old, but he's got he's got mm-hmm. that breaking ball going again. Yeah, he's kind of like he's Kershaw. Second in NL. Yeah, yeah he's it's second in NL and wins too. Like he's got it going. His his his, his style, his pitching, it's it's timeless. You can do it forever. Like Tom Brady, he can pitch till he's fifty. Uh, same deal. So I get it now. Um, so it's not funny to Dodger fans when I make fun of the Dodgers going through the wild card because that would stink if you have the record you have and you play the way you played and you get all the way to the wild card. It's a one game matchup and Wainwright beats you. And then it's all over. That would really, really hurt and sting forever. So I have a totally, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. right. I used to worry about what could happen. Okay. I used to worry about the worst case scenario. And especially when I was playing, I would like, I would stand in the outfield and you know, you have nothing but time. When you're in the outfield, okay, you're just standing in the right field, like, oh man, when are they gonna hit it to me? And if they hit it to you, and you get like two play, if you get one play a game and you mess up, like you're the goat, you know, you're right. the you you blew it, okay. So what happens is that, like it gets it works on your mind in this, like you get very if you focus on the negative and you focus on like all the bad things that could happen and you focus on, oh man, what if the ball takes a bad hop on the one play that gets hit to me and then I blow the game for everybody? Like that's what's gonna happen. Like, if you think it, if you think about bad things and if you worry about it and you go to sleep and you're clenching your jaw and you can't sleep, say, I can speak from experience because I'm doing that right now. But, like, this is what the the Dodgers can't go into the last two, three weeks of this season. They can't go in worrying about what might happen in a one game. Oh, I'm I'm sure they won't. Like, you have to. I I am. Even if you end up in that. Yeah. Even if you end up in that. I, they just, I think the Dodgers have to just reframe it. Like they're the they're the best team in baseball. I know that the the Giants have theoretically a one one game better record right now, but I, I think anybody would tell like in terms of top to bottom talent, it's the Dodgers. It's not even close. No the team, doubt, they're the best team. But they just have lost one more game. But in, 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 a, in a, but baseball is not meant for one game playoffs, right? Because but the, you, yeah. it's a muscle memory. Like when True. you get into that playoff, when you get into that game, it is all about confidence and swagger. But it's all about where confidence and swagger come from muscle memory 
previous success, building off of what you have. I was going to say Red Bull. That's true. That too. <laughs> that too. I used to hide myself. I used to do the Red Bull, but then it made me a little jittery. I like, saw I a dude I, on the radio, Momo. We're getting ready to start. He yeah. downs a five hour energy. He's oh. sipping coffee, and then he cracks oh. open a Red Bull right before the mics go hot. No, no. <laughs> oh, God. You burn a hole in your stomach. <laughs> right. right, <laughs> right. That's how you get an ulcer at 35. Oh, right? no doubt. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny, oh, though. Oh, man. That's terrible. Well, I, I did that for a while. When I, I used to stay up all night writing, so I would, just, I would do the Red Bull thing, but I just think that's really unhealthy. That's that's nuts. <laughs> but you know really what else unhealthy. is nuts? Uh, Julio Ur- Urias. I'm sorry. Is it? Can I no, say Urias? Urias. Urias. You get a pass, D4. You get a pass. Ireland gets away with saying Urias, right? So I'll say. As long as you oh, don't you say it here like Adam Sliwa. As long as I don't want. Have you ever heard Sliwa talk about him? No. What does Sliwa say? <laughs> Urias. Urias. Okay. So yeah. Udias. Definitely not Urias. Urias <laughs> is actually. Urias. He's in. He's a Cy Young candidate. And you're actually going to tell him to sit? No, you know what? I think you're going to tell him to you're do. Gonna I think you're going to put him in the bullpen. <laughs> right. I think you're going to tell. Um, I think you're going to tag team him with Kershaw. I think you say Kershaw is going to start, and Urias is going to come in in the fourth. How do you One tell a guy who's, who's about to win a Cy Young? Oh, you know we're going to tag team you I with don't another think guy. He's going to win that Cy Young though. Like I, I think first it was Walker Bueller was in the lead for that. Then it's now I think Max Scherzer's come up, and I think True. Max is probably the betting favorite to win it. And Orias, who has, what's he had, 18 wins 18 now? wins. My good. That doesn't happen in 2021 baseball, okay? We used to always have 20-game winners. That was, like, standard in baseball. Now you pull pitchers after five innings all the time or before five innings, so they just don't get the win. It's just – it's it's very rare to see a pitcher with this many wins. Um, and and for him to not even be the favorite to That's win the That's what I'm saying. Uh, the yes. Dodgers have an embarrassment of riches in terms of p- pitching. They have Julio Orias. What? All three, they should finish top three in Sion. They should. They probably I mean, will. You could maybe talk to me about Burn, Burns for is it Burns or Burnus? How do you say it, Lance? Corbin Burns from the from the Brewers. He's really good. I always um, said Burns. Wayne writes Burns. It should be Burns, right? It's just it's not spelled like there's an E in his last name, so I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, but Wayne Wright should be up there as well. I mean, but there's really there's really not another person in the NL that, that should be in that conversation, um, except for the three Dodger guys. Like That's incredible. And we haven't – when's the last time we mentioned Trevor Bauer? When's the last time you mentioned the guy making $40 million a year who's not – I try not to. Me too. I try not to. How many I actively avoid saying his name. sustain a loss like that could lose Dustin May, flamethrower. Flamethrower. Dude throws 103, okay? Goes down with an elbow injury early in the year. Lose a guy like that. Lose Trevor Bauer. Have missed Tony Gonsolin for eighty percent of the year. Clayton Kershaw's out for like half the year and not even miss a beat. Yes, Dave Roberts is the man. That's what I say. He he, he doesn't I mean, get enough credit. They have like two, three bullpen games a week these days. I know. And now finally, their guys seem to be getting healthy and better at just the right time. So if I'm the Dodgers, like you, you go into that one game playoff. Yeah, it would it would suck if you play all these games and you end up in the one game playoff. But just pretend it's 1956 when there was just a pennant. It was just but this it's was 2021. Like, this, this is real, man. But this is There's baseball. the internet this is, now. <laughs> this is this is this is how baseball has always been. Well, one game yeah, playoffs. But yeah, it, it it has. But I mean, one that team, would stink. You win the National League. That would stink after all this, especially the last what? How many series do we have left? Five in this season. It's yeah. coming down to the wire yeah, between two weeks. teams. Three more weeks, and you you're relegated to the wild card after all this and then you get caught 
against an Adam Wainwright absolute gem, and there's nothing you can do about it. That would absolutely stink for this there team. There is something you could do about it. You could just hit Adam Wainwright. You well, could just that's, you could just not worry about. See, he's like Kershaw. Sometimes yeah. when when he's got it going, it doesn't matter who you have swinging the bat. So so the way that I would always look at matchups like that, okay, when a pitcher is just unhittable, like you just t- it's tough. You just have to manufacture runs. You just shorten up your swing, get yeah. on base, be scrappy, do whatever you got to do. That's the one thing I do worry about with the Dodger team, and and especially in any any of baseball is. It, there's not a emphasis on manufacturing runs. It's just everybody just with the swing angle and the launch angle, and they just try to hit home runs out the park. And that that would still be to me the weakness um, is the over reliance on the home run. But I think they've even gotten better at that ever since Mookie Betts joined the team. I think they've gotten especially those two guys are contact hitters. They they spray the ball to all fields. They get on base. They make things happen. They have speed on the bases. So I think even those holes in the Dodgers game have been somewhat filled. Well, like they 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 have emphasis. That was what happened in the World Series. They they would get to the they got to the World Series two years in a row and didn't hit as many home runs. Here's what I would do if, if the great Dave Roberts ever asked me for my advice uh, from this point on. I'm I would sure say, he would. I, here it is. Just yeah. don't lose. <laughs> I, really, just don't lose from here on out. I think you really need to win this division and 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 rid yourself of this wild card because that would actually that would just stink. Speaking of uh, rid yourself of, and this is funny, the new generation. I don't know about Blink One Eighty Two. I need to get back into that little Nas X. I didn't know what Tender was. I thought Tender was bad, but did I you do, say Tender with an E? With an I, like Tender with an I. <laughs> it I straight up sounded like you said Tender. Really tender, did. Tender, like, Tender. Like, ooh, What's the difference? Ooh, like tender, Tender. It's very Tender. Yes, tender meat. Tender. What's the difference between tender and tender meat? Tender loin. Say it. Say say tender like tender meat. Tender. Tender. Now say tender the app. Tinder. Tinder. Oh my god! Look at you. One is like the number ten. I didn't raise my nose high enough. And the other one is like the tin cup, like. Well, when we come back, we have radio tender next. Momo default in first and on cap seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tinder. 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 It's the like, same. Like, think about it like you're, you're the Tin Man. I'm hearing the same thing. Tinder, Tinder, Tinder. Okay. Tin anyway. Man is a great song by Kenny Chesney, by the way. Good song. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so, first story here. Singer Grimes and billionaire businessman Elon Musk welcomed his son into the world in May of 2020, and his name is... Um, X A E X dash X I I, which it's not really like a name; what? it's more of a sing a symbol. I remember, you know, this this is a big deal when they first announced his name, but we'll just call him Baby X, right? So Baby X is only 16 months old, but he's also making his own way as far as creative naming. His mother says that little X refers to her not with any version of mother or mom, but by her own first name, which is Claire. Her birth name is Claire Elise Boucher. The musician chose Grimes after a British musical genre, Grime Music. Do you guys think that it's weird that Baby X calls his mom by her first name instead of mom? Swipe left or swipe right. Ramona, start with you. 
<laughs> Daniel does this to me a little bit here and there. Um, so he's at this stage where he repeats everything we say. <laughs> and um, my son's like, he's, he's two, but he's going to be three next month. So he's like right at that age. So when I call my husband, I'll be like, hey, Nev, Nevin, can you bring something? Like, it will be out. So Daniel starts repeating that. <laughs> it's so funny. There's nothing funnier than a two-year-old yelling, hey, Ramona. Hey, hey, Nevin. <laughs> I'm like, it's mom? Like, what, where did you get that from, right? But, like, I can't be mad because we do say that. He's just repeating what we say. Um, I don't know. I feel bad for that baby. Come on. Why don't you give your kid a real name? That's a weird name. His name is X. Just just call him X. Wow. X. It's your kid. I mean, what are you doing? (laughs) You can do whatever you want. I know, but like, can you imagine when he goes to school, what his teacher is going to do when they read the pronunciation? Well, can't you change your name? You can change your name legally at 18, right? Yep. Just hang in there, kid. Yeah, but why did he give him that name? Why, like, why can't you just give him a name? Like, make that the middle name. (laughs) <laughs> it's cool though i never i never understand why, pay, why okay. but his middle name no. is like a dash xii so that can't be his middle name wow he's gonna have to find the next name i don't know what you call him but find <laughs> oh, the what's it, like computer code or something like something it's some you can call symbol. your parents by the first name no That's fine i don't i don't mind that heck, heck no uh is it swipe right for yes or no <laughs> Swipe right is um yes, like you would think it's weird. Oh well, then swipe right. I have never. If we're on Tinder, then it's swipe right. If we're on Tinder, I don't know. I have never, ever, ever (laughs) used my mother's first name in her presence. I haven't. I would never do that. Yeah, I don't think I have either. I feel like it's like disrespectful. Big time, and she would check me big time if I did. It is kind of disrespectful. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. That's that's but but how old is the kid? How old's the kid now? He's eighteen months. Eighteen months. So yeah, he's he just learning. He's just learning how to talk. Yeah. And like she she sounds like she's like encouraging like him. Is... Wow. Yeah. Mama, I, that, that Mama how, old your, how old is your child? So he's he's two, he'll be three in like okay. a couple weeks, though. So it he's was funny. Three. My daughter's yeah. six. When uh, on her fourth birthday, <laughs> I asked her, I asked her, Do you know what my name is? And she said, Dad. Yeah. I said, Do you know what my first name there is? You go. She said, It's not dad. <laughs> <laughs> she had no yeah. idea, right? <laughs> That's just how we no, roll. My, you know what? Daniel knows all our names. Like, because we, you know, he just hears me call my husband by his real first name. I don't call my husband dad. You know, I call him Devin. Ah, right? okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he hears us call him. Like, he knows everybody's name. He knows my mom's name. He knows ah. my dad. I go, do you know what Nana's name is? He's like, Jeanette. I'm like, how do you know that? Oh, see, we do, the, we do the mommy dad daddy now. thing. Like, you know, mommy, you know, yeah. daddy. That, yeah. So it's um, mom and dad. Yep. All right, well, next one here. So shops have been <laughs> urged not to sell large quantities of baked beans to kids in order to stop a bizarre new TikTok trend. Oh, Do you no. know what TikTok is, DeMarco? Since Look, I know what Blink-182 okay. is. I know who Little Nas X is. I Come feel on. like I'm talking to Scott Kaplan over Good here. Good Lord, yes, Just I know kidding. what TikTok is. Go ahead. Okay, so the new social media fad sees teens emptying cans of beans onto doorways in so-called beaning. And so now police are stepping in and asking shopkeepers to take action. So videos have been circulating on TikTok under the hashtag Beaten Bandits, and they show youths smearing the breakfast food. I don't know it's a breakfast food. I don't know why they're calling it that. Did in the you story. say youths? That's like an English thing. Youths. <laughs> youths. Youths. <laughs> the youths. The like the U- University the of Utah? 
the young people are smearing the beans on the people's doorsteps and their driveways and their cars. Are you going to let me finish it? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. No, not really. Youths. <laughs> the youths. So people are basically smearing baked beans all over everywhere. And now the cops want stores to stop selling them. And they're just saying like, hey, keep an eye out for these teens that want to buy a lot of cans of baked beans. Don't sell them to them. Um, did you guys ever do any cruel kids pranks like this when you were utes? Swipe oh. left or swipe right? Oh, swipe right. No doubt. Hey, somebody stop those utes <laughs> right now. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we we had the same thing back when I was a, a tween, 10, 13. Um, they would stop selling us spray paint for the very same reason. Uh, if you did go to the local hardware store and you were a kid and you bought spray paint, they would immediately call the police. Not to come get you, but they would just say, these kids just bought spray paint, be on the lookout. So, yeah, uh, we did all sorts of things. The uh, You know, the um, anything that Animal House did or anything that was in movies, we tried to do to people. Absolutely. No doubt. Swipe right. Um, I was a perfect angel. I never did anything bad. I never did anything. I would. That be means you were the ringleader, and that's all I have to say. That means no. you were the ringleader. <laughs> I mean, the truth, the truth, the, the truth is like, the, if you do that to kids, it's still only going to make them want to do it more. So I don't, I don't think that's going to work. Um, the only thing that we, I don't think I ever did. Uh, to be, the, the truth is, I was kind of a goody two shoes. I didn't really do it. I just played sports. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like. I had friends who like went out and toilet paper people's houses and did stuff on. They did. Have um, you ever TP'd someone's house, Momo? Be honest. Nope. You've never no. TP'd a house. How about a car? No. I'm going to take you I don't do mean things like that. Paper. I was really, I'm telling. Have you I'm ever serious, used I an like egg do mean things to people. for anything other than eating? Have you, have you thrown an egg at someone's house or car? Aha. Uh-huh. No. Quiet. See? Right there. See? Gotcha. No, I haven't. I haven't. No, there's Come nothing. Come on. I'll, I'll, I'll never, put myself out there. I have. I'm like a total goody two-shoes. See? Jesse will, will admit it. See? I'll admit it. I've thrown an egg uh, at a uh, car or house. Absolutely. I've thrown many of eggs. And yeah. I remember I used to toilet paper and to no. us it wasn't mean. We did it like just to be funny, you know, to like some of our friends or like guys, like yeah. boys if they pissed us off, you know, like sorry, I did I should not have said that if they ticked us off. Um but like I remember right. one time I was up in a tree and the cops came and I was trying to like dislodge a roll of toilet paper. You're up in a tree and the, the cops trees. came, okay. Yes, and the cops came <laughs> and everybody ran, but I was up in the tree trying to get my roll of toilet paper down. So I just stood there super quiet and I did not move and I closed my eyes and I was just like, oh my God, please go away, please go away, please just don't find me, don't find me. <laughs> did it work? And he, he, It worked, he did not find me and everybody thought I got caught, but I just stood there <laughs> all quiet and still inside the tree and the cop drove away and I was safe. Wow. See? All right. It was intense. Wow. So we have Do you to... think I'm kidding? I'm really not kidding. Like I don't you believe think you. think of me now as like a norm. I'm really, I really was like a total. Momo, you started the show. You started the show by telling me if somebody called you Mo, it would get you upset. When no, you were a kid. Upset, when you were would, a kid. I would say, don't call me Mo. But that's <laughs> it. I didn't do anything about it. I was like student body president. I was like, everybody's like, I was really nice to everybody. I'm serious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean now, but I don't, you know, now I block people on Twitter and now I like, ah, you know, some, okay. somebody trolls me on Twitter, I'll come back at you. But like when I was a kid, I was like, totally you don't want to start the prank boring. game with me because I'm going to win. No, I am. I'm I really going to was win. Very boring. Okay. Like if I ever did anything mean, I would feel bad about it later and like probably confess and like, I, I, I I, Momo, I used to torture. Boring, I, I used to torture rookies. I did. Oh my god. Uh, I used to torture rookies. Uh, like, go what, in the room. I was probably the one you tortured. Yeah. Like, I was room, like, I was. 
when they're sleeping <laughs> and set their clocks like four hours ahead and then like oh. close the door and then bang on the door. Where were you? You missed practice and watch them go sprinting out. Oh. oh yeah. Hilarious. Just messing with them. Good stuff. Yeah. Never. I, I, can't, I just can't believe I, you no. had to have done something, Momo. You had to. I mean, Something. the only thing I ever did See? was when I got in trouble. No, this is not, but this is not a prank. I mean, this is just like some stupid thing. I kind of did this to my brother once. Um, we were like, we were playing outside and, I, and my brother was younger than me. And I shouldn't tell this story on the air. He's going to hear about it. <laughs> okay. So like, <laughs> this is the only thing, but it was like an oversight too. We were like, oh, let's train. Let's go. Let's work out. You know? So we were outside. And I was like, okay. Hey, let's you let's run around the backyard. And I don't know why I thought this was a guy. I was like, okay, run around this tree. Keep your hand on the tree the whole time and just go around in a circle. I'll come get you. And I just forgot. Like, so he just kept going. <laughs> but it wasn't like trying to be mean. I just I really did forget. Like <laughs> I would never play with you. Again. I know. My mom came outside and she was like, What are you doing? And she wow. he's like, Well, she told me to keep running around the tree. And I was like, Oh. Wow. <laughs> that's the worst thing i ever did that was so bad i think you're just saying that because your parents of course listening. yes yes but of course. that's it for radio tinder for today oh I'll thank you so much shoes. you know what's funny i can't tell if shack i love shack I, I was a diesel fan um i love shack more than i loved kobe at one point and then it flopped when he went to miami um but i can't stand if he is like congratulating or hating i'll tell you what i mean next 710 espn oh man demarco that was so funny which my part? B. What? Listen to that drop. Okay, this is Blink-182. Ready? Do you know this song? Yes, I know this song. I Let know the roll. drummer too, right? Travis Barker. All the small things. Yeah. He's the guy with the tats on his neck, right? True And things. he was in some sort of accident. Yeah, I, okay. With the DJ AM. That's it. Yeah, see? He was like terrified of flying for years up I, until recently, most recently. Makes, he just went on vacation. I know. Okay. See, You'll I know who they are. I was just making show. a point that Blink-182 was popular after I left college. Momo's not listening to me. She's just singing right through it. <laughs> so, I will not go. Turn the lights on. Carry me home. Come on, you know this song. I do know this I know song. I all the words. Pop punk. <laughs> uh, one question. How do you think they compare to, like, Green Day? They're on Ooh, par. They're that's on a par. good They're one. On that's, a, that's on par. You know what? I would say Blink is better because they had a longer run. Green Day had like two albums, right? Oh, no. How what are you talking about? Green Day is still touring. They yeah, just what talking about. At, Green Day's been around uh, forever. Okay. Stadium like two weekends ago. But like ago. when have they been hot? When were they hot? They had like two American really good Idiot. albums in the early 90s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was it the, that first one? No, they've been good. They, I mean, they just haven't had any real big hits, but they've been they've been out there. Well, they've been playing. And Billy Joe Armstrong Hence has the definition of. Yeah. Right? Like, what? I mean, I mean, look, if you really I look think... at it, it, was like Blink came out with their album California in like 2017, and it wasn't anything as big as all the small things. Wow. Yeah. See? So, yeah, I know who they are. I just, it was. You just needed to be I was, reminded. I was too old for the era. Right. Like, at that age, I couldn't go to a Blink. Right now? You're going to out me like that? Yeah. I, I'm not 25. No, no. How old are you back then? Okay, uh, sorry. what yeah. year did they come out? When were they popular again? In like the late nineties, early like 2000s. late nineties, early. Yeah. Late nineties, early nineties. Uh, yeah, that's right in my college. Twenty five, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you were like in the NFL. That's not really locker room. Music. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I I missed it completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I know who they I are. It. I just couldn't get into this it. This is definitely this is definitely more like college dorm room, um, 
driving in the van or drive, you know that's it's that it's like college music okay not necessarily nfl music see i was yeah. trying i was trying I, I to grow up by then i was trying to like be sophisticated <laughs> why? yeah i had to put why i i don't know I, it was the it was the worst worst move of my life. I, I should have stayed a Toys R Us kid. I, I'm back. Uh, Shaq says, uh, and I love this. And whatever Shaq says, I listen. Uh, it's championship or bust for the Lakers this season. Um, is that positive or negative to you? That that seems it's like true. It's true. It's true. Of because of the Come age period, the age of the team, or because, because of, of LeBron? Every, yeah, because. I, in every respect, and I think that's the thing about the Lakers that they would tell you the same thing. Like they're, they're not trying to go get to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> they're not trying to get to the finals or build on something. They're trying to win. Like the only reason to do this is to win. Like that's how they're. I, I, and I, I always think like, like the reason why Shaq said it is because he was a Laker for all those years, and it was the same way when he was here. Like it just, it just is the way it is. Like when you have a pedigree like that, the, LeBron has four rings. He needs five to get when you get to when you get to the mountain. Okay, there's 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 a there's a bunch of people with with three rings, all time greats. There's a less there there's a there's a lot of people with four, but not as many. Okay, then you start getting some rarefied air. But if you want to get to the top of that mountain, where you're gonna be up there with five titles, that's Kobe, that's Magic, okay, Tim Duncan. You have to get to five. And six is Jordan territory. Like that's there's very few people in that category. Rarefied air, that, that yeah. Get, right. So for LeBron to go down as the greatest basketball player all time, and and I think he he will be in the conversation. I don't know that he can clips Michael or Will or whoever you want to put Bill Russell, whatever you want to say in terms of championships. But for him to really make good on the promise of his talent and his ability, he's got to get to five. He got to get to five. Like four would be kind of a disappointment in terms of how many chances he's had. He's had at it, and I don't want to blame him for any of those titles that Cleveland didn't win because he got him to the finals all those years. And I don't think they were the best team. He he just carried him there several times. But in LA, he he he's got one. Um, I think this year with this team, with the trade they made for Anthony Davis and the trade they made for Russell Westbrook and all the all the guys that they've got to sign up and join them like yes yeah, so that's all you're thinking about is a championship but okay so here's the thing i keep asking this i asked michael thompson this and you know michael michael's mm-hmm. super confident in the lakers uh and maybe oh, you could give me an answer i the reason i have some trepidation about this year calling it you know you it, it's a it championship or bust mm-hmm. is because i don't know how russell westbrook and lebron james are going to fit together on the floor uh i'm sure they will I just I can't if. see it in my mind's eye. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know how they're gonna fit either. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of nuts initially. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. The first couple the first couple of months, it's Frank Frank Vogel's gonna earn all his money big right? time. Like LeBron's gonna learn gonna earn all his money. But that's that's kind of one of the fun things about watching great players when they play together. Like they don't always worry about how it fits. They just say, okay, we're gonna make it work. And I and I I actually like the pairing of those two. Because just knowing them, like they're wired very, they're they're wired. Westbrook and LeBron are wired yeah. the same. Yeah, but they don't similar. play the same. No, they don't play the same. But they're wired. They they're both like. Uh, ex- I, I mean, okay. I mean, uh, they're both like okay, you know, they don't react to the same things the same way. It seems like Russell Westbrook right goes off. You're right. Yeah, he does. But he's never played with anybody like LeBron, and he's never oh, played on okay. a team this good. Okay. Yeah. He's played with Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant is not like LeBron. They're very different players. Kevin Durant and LeBron, very different personalities, very different players. Because there was a time um, it was Westbrook, Durant, and Harden. Harden. Yeah, but that's pretty was, good. Like, first of all, Harden was not Harden back then. Harden was six-man, 
just on the climb. He really de- defined his game and defined his role when he got to Houston. After, right? okay, yeah. Climb. Durant was that good. But Durant was, like, kind of personality-wise, it was – I don't think LeBron like LeBron is like Russell's older brother. Like he's like the older brother that he's gonna like LeBron is gonna that, that Russell's gonna respect. Gonna see in a different light. It, it, to be honest, he, he's more like his uncle. Like in terms of age, in terms of how he's gonna look, how they're gonna look at each other. Um, Kevin Durant was kind of like the same, similar age, similar. If anything, I feel like Russell was. I don't want to say the word. I don't want to call him more mature, but it's they were contemporaries they were okay, equal fair. and so he was never going to see him as a guy that he had to impress he was a guy that he had to compete against he was a guy that he had to battle with right whereas like Shaq and Kobe was definitely older brother younger brother um Shaq was much it was older different lifestyle like married had kids etc Kobe was kind of an old soul but so they they saw I they, they like Shaq was older and they had that younger older brother younger brother dynamic but like they were that, that that fit because they were both very competitive and they both um, were at that right stage in their lives to win. Right? Wow. Kobe was ready to win. Shaq was ready to win. Okay. Yeah. Russell, I think, and when Russell and KD were on the climb when they were together in Oklahoma City, I don't know that they were ready to win. I don't think they were quite there yet. They were both like they had to grow into themselves as players, and I don't think they ever were going to see each other as a. Hey, I respect that guy so much. I want him to be proud of me or anything. I, I think it was okay, just like competitors going at it. Well, you that, know what that, I'm saying? That, Whereas like that, LeBron that, and Russ, Russ is gonna look up to LeBron. Like Russ, that gives like, me everybody calm. has respect See? for LeBron. I just so, I, you know that dynamic, right? Yeah, like, I know it's a, going to work out because of LeBron, not because of Westbrook. Because of Le- LeBron, oh, I think it's going to work you out. On that. But I don't understand. I can't see it in my mind's eye. Is LeBron going to become a spot up shooter now? And let no. Westbrook do all the driving. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure they're going to find a way to work it out, but it's interesting. And they both are like, you know what they're both like? Okay, let me give you personality descriptions. Because I know, I, I don't know them really well personally, but but having covered them, so you know a player having covered them, okay? Right. And the only, the, the, I don't want to overspeak because I think people overspeak a lot. Um, LeBron and Russ, they're both like, get up at five o'clock in the morning, workout fiends. They're both um, very meticulous in their preparation. They're both very meticulous in, like if you go to, I bet if you go to both their offices, you'd be shocked at how neat it is. Really? Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Like that wouldn't freaks, surprise me. Like, yeah, yeah. like they're very, um, both competitive. Like they both kind of, you know, Russ is a little more uh, into fashion and that kind of stuff. Right. Well, LeBron's speaking of fashion, like hold that. on. I got to ask you about that. And, and Westbrook yeah. with this new fashion choice in these pictures, uh, we'll talk about that more when we come back. Uh, 710 ESPN.